Famous Apple Entertainment presents An Apple a Day. Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How are you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. Hey, I want to remind you, you are not a disabled person. You are merely a person with a disability. You can't be a disabled person. If you're a disabled person, that means you're broken. You're not broken. You're just a little bit bent. (laughs) Hey, we have got a good one for you today. We have with us Chris Mitchell. Now you're probably saying, who's Chris Mitchell? You know who Chris Mitchell is. He's a self-published author. He's a writer. He's a blogger. He's a public speaker. And on top of that, he's also a podcaster. That's right. He's a fellow podcaster. He has a podcast Very similar to an apple a day. He doesn't cater to these woe is me people. He's looking for positive people. He likes to make people believe that everyone can be a success in their professional life and their personal life despite any challenges, obstacles, or adversities, limitations, or setbacks caused by a disability or life events. You're going to like this guy, believe me when I tell you, but I'm going to let Dave tell you a little bit more about him. So sit back and relax and listen to what Dave has to tell you about Chris. Who is Chris Mitchell? Well, Chris Mitchell is an inspirational and motivational self-published author, a writer, a blogger, a speaker, and a podcaster. Chris believes that everyone can be a success in their professional and personal lives, despite any challenges, obstacles, adversities, limitations and or setbacks caused by disability or life events. He doesn't just talk the talk, Chris has walked the walk. His story of overcoming a visual disability of cataracts, a learning disability of ADHD, a physical disability caused by an ischemic stroke to his spinal cord and more to achieve success on his own terms in his professional and personal life as proof that it can be done. Chris has made it his life mission to inspire and motivate others to discover their own paths to success while showing the world that there is more to them than any disability or life-changing event. And now, back to Jimmy. I love the way they always have Dave say, and now, back to Jimmy. (laughs) I'm going to have to have a tagline like, uh, I'm going to turn it over to Dave now, or here's Dave, whatever. Anyhow, I really want you to meet Chris. Chris is such a warm person, funny person, and a wealth of information. So sit back, relax, and let me introduce you to Chris Mitchell. Now, as I told you, I have Chris Mitchell with us, and he is an author, a blogger, 
a speaker, and a podcaster. This guy does it all. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing today? And thank you for having me on your show. I am doing hunky dory. <laughs> and thank you for and thank you for being on this show. Chris, I want you to introduce yourself to the audience here. Alrighty. Well, my name is Chris Mitchell. I am a author. I've written a, a book entitled It Doesn't Define Me, How I Rebuilt My Life After Surviving an Ischemic Stroke to My Spinal Cord is available on Amazon. Hopefully we get to talk about that a little bit today. I'm a writer. I've done some freelance writing that's been published in some magazines, um, local ones where I live in Southwest Missouri. I'm a blogger. I have a blog on my site and I'll be launching a new blog in the month of October, which hopefully we can talk about that a little bit today. And I'm a podcaster. I'm the host of the Successful and Disabled Podcast, available on your favorite podcast playing platform. And I dare you to say that five times fast. And for those <laughs> who never know, I'm a Caucasian male. I'm older than I would like to admit to, so I don't really want to say my age. And I wear glasses. I have short hair. Right now, I'm wearing a polo shirt and a baseball cap that has my business name on it. Hashtag define yourself. Excellent. Excellent. You're much better than I am. I never do. I never describe myself. I have a face. I have a face for podcasting. Yeah, yeah. That's why I went into radio. I have a face for radio. But my wife loves my face. That's all that matters. There you go. There you go. I hide my face. That's why my profile picture is an apple. Okay. Oh man, Chris, you have a great story. And you, your podcast is actually excellent. It could be the brother podcast, uh, An Apple a Day. Your podcast is so positive. I listen to it. And the one thing I like about it is that there is no woe is me stories on your podcast. And that's why I say it could be a brother to this podcast. I have a very short fuse for the woe is me stories. That's like I said, that's why I like your podcast. Now, do you search these people out or do they come to you? Most of the time I search them out, but occasionally I will go out on, um, uh, on sites that um, you can post your um, podcast on and say you're looking for a guest. And then they come to me. There's an application process to go through. It looks lengthy. I'll tell you that but it takes less than five minutes to do. And then I read through it. I will check out their story. And if it looks like somebody who's going to be has a positive story, not that we don't want to do what's called inspirational porn. We're not into that. Um, Well, I I don't think anyone really should be in any kind of porn, but regardless of the fact, we don't want to do that. We want to get people on the podcast who have a disability and identifying successful and are willing to share how they got past that mindset of what you're saying. Woe is me. What people are saying, you know what? I got this going on in my life. It's not going to hold me back. It's a challenge that I'm going to overcome and succeed. We want to hear those stories, and we want them to share how they did that so other people in our community, the disabled community, can learn from them, and they can create successful lives that they love living, just like everyone else does. Exactly. And that's the whole thing you have to be able to be able to get up you get knocked down and be able to get back up i know it's hard trust me 
<laughs> I've had my share of getting knocked down, but you have to get back up. And that's what's so important about podcasts like yours, like this one, and there's other ones out there, positive podcasts, the ones that commiserate and just delve into this thing of negativity. All right, everybody knows that having a disability is hard. And when you get hurt, it's terrible. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you know yourself. When you get hurt, it's terrible. <laughs> it, it hurts. That's the meaning of the it's word. Not- but you have to be able to get back up from it. It's not going to hurt forever. <clears throat> not unless you let it. Right. If you let it, if you feed it, if you feed that hurt, it's going to hurt forever. Mm-hmm. But like the people on your podcast, I, I was listening, who was it? Win Charles? I think yes. It was. Yes. Uh, a couple of days ago, that episode that you did. That was a great episode. And there's a person that could have sat back and said, woe is me. But she didn't. She got up and she built the light back up. Right. And that's what we need to do. And it's and a lot of people think, well, in the disabled community, I ran a lot of, across a lot of people say, it is so hard because I'm disabled for me to do this. And nobody understands me but disabled people. You know what? Every one of us faces challenges, disabled or not. We all face challenges. Maybe you get bullied at work because you're disabled. But you know what? Able-bodied people get bullied too. They get bullied because they're overweight or they're fat or, or the ethnicity or whatever. It's not exclusive to us. We do not need to have a pity party over it. We just got to say, you know what? This is happening. Let's find a way to overcome it. And, uh, and that's what we want to find. We want to find people who do that instead of people saying, poor me and want sympathy for for where they are in life. And that's one, one of my missions. I want people to succeed and not be stuck in the, the um, I'm defeated by this mentality. Correct. And it's up to other people that do have disabilities to look out and help others that are in that funk. You know, you see right. you you see other people. It's not just up to a couple of people with podcasts. It's up to all of us that are in the disabled community to help other people get out of that funk, get, to get out of that mentality. We've all fallen into it. I, I don't care who you are. I know for me... I was once into that. What was me? I, I used to ask, how come me? Why is it this happening to me? I could think of a hundred other people that this should be happening to, you know? And then all of a sudden one day, for some reason, it's just like, I can't be like this anymore. After a while, I got tired of feeling like I hate everybody. And I got tired of, I actually got tired of people waiting on me. I got, mm-hmm. t- I got tired of people, here, Jim, what do you want? What can I get you? I was like, I'll get it myself. I don't know how people can sit around and wait for people to bring them things for the rest of their life. You know what I mean? Or wait on them for the rest of their life. I certainly do. And when someone has that mentality, I'm going to wait for someone to offer me something. That person, if you're all that person, you're giving away the most important power you have. And that's the power to own your own life and define who you are. It's like you have a car. You wouldn't give your car keys to somebody else to drive, and then you're dependent on where they want to take you and when you want to go. you got to claim that power and speak up and say, this is what I want, this is what I need, and I'm going to find a way to do it. Don't wait for it to happen to you because it may never happen. And while you're waiting and you're waiting for other people to do that, you've given away that power to define yourself and and determine your own success. Never give that power up. That's right. That you're 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 two hundred percent correct on that. 
Once you give away your individuality, you're, you're, giving, you're giving control of your life to someone else. And you are no longer in control of yourself. And if that's what you want, God bless you. I, I couldn't live like that. I, I couldn't either. I, I just couldn't. I don't care what's wrong with me. I have to have my own individuality. I have to be and it's not just giving it up to other people. You can give it up to a belief. You can give it up to a situation. There are people who say, I cannot succeed in life because of the ableist society or ableism. Well, you're not, that's not an individual. That's a thought. That's a belief. That's society. And you're letting that have control over your future. And just like letting somebody else or waiting for someone to give you something, you've given up that power. you got to be in control of your life and make no excuses for it because – your lack of success is going to be on you if you don't do anything to try to build success. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. But anyway, so tell, tell us about your blog. That's, a, that's something else I wanted to hear about. Okay, my blog. I, um, my blog is in transition as we are taping and airing this. It's going to be coming out stronger and better in October on my new website that I'll be launching. But basically what I try to post on the blog is my opinions, my thoughts, my own experiences of overcoming challenges, obstacles that are in my life that stood between me and success. I have a wonderful story on a blog, which I'm going to repost in October because October is National Disability Employment Awareness Month, or words to that effect, I don't have it in front of me, of how I convinced a company to hire me when they were not hiring anyone with a white cane in my hand, because one thing we not talked about is I'm legally blind. My vision is 22 in my left, 23 in my right eye. And um, I, I can't read out of my right eye and I don't have any depth perception, which is really fun. After my ischemic stroke to my spinal cord, cord cuts, they need to mark those better because there's a few times I went down where I thought it was a cord cut and I went right over the edge of the curb. Wow. But I digressed. But I, I have a wonderful story of how I convinced a company to hire me while I was holding a white cane in my hand when they were not hiring anyone. I have a wonderful story that will be back up on the blog of how my disability. A lot of people are afraid of dating. I don't date anymore. I'm married. You know, that does not work well. When you're married, you <laughs> should not be dating. <laughs> if friendly, free advice, do with it as you wish. But a lot of people who are disabled are like, I'm afraid of dating because I'm going to get rejected by my, my disability. And when I was dating, I got rejected by a few people. I had a white cane. But there was one woman who did not reject me. And during our engagement, I had my ischemic stroke to my spinal cord. And at no point did I have any thought of fear she was going to leave me because I could not walk again. Because she accepted me with my disability. I knew she was going to be there through the long haul. So that disability is not a curse. It's a blessing. That's what I talk about in one of my blog posts, that our disabilities are blessings. Yeah, it's going to turn off some people when you're dating, but it's going to draw you to the person who's going to be with you through thick and thin. So don't be ashamed or be afraid to go out and date if you're disabled. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. You know, I've talked about that on the podcast, and not just dating, just in general. People are mm -hmm. turning away from you because of your disability. You know what? You didn't need them to begin with. Absolutely right. It, it, whether it be a friend or a date or, you know, if they turn away from you because of your disability, no big loss. That's no, <clears throat> that's no big loss in your life. 
if you had friends before you became disabled and they don't come around anymore. I talked about that in one podcast that I had a rather large group of friends and mm -hmm. we used to go fishing. We'd go, I, I used to ride motorcycles and my large group of friends dwindled down to like three, three people. Mm -hmm. And I found out who my true friends were after I became disabled before, you know, when I, mm -hmm. and those, those three friends are still friends with me. The other people that, you know, they made excuses why they couldn't come around or why they couldn't call. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame them for it. You know, that's how they feel. That's how they feel. But I just, all those people dwindled down to three people. And I know who my friends are now. Yes, you do. Exactly. And, and, and one it, of the things I, no, I'm sorry, you, no, go ahead. No, like you said, it's a blessing because now it I is. know. It is. And what I like to tell people is sometimes we get put down for our disabilities. And that does hurt. There's a movie that I like called Police Academy 4, and I don't know how familiar you are with that movie, but let me just briefly explain the scenario here. Um, Captain Mahoney was reunited with, uh, Sergeant Mahoney was reunited with his captain, Captain Harris, and those two did not really get along well because Mahoney was kind of a smart aleck, and Captain Harris was kind of a jerk by the book guy. Captain Harris looked at him and said, has anyone told you, Mahoney, lately that you're still a little jerk? And I kept it G-rated. It's a different <laughs> line in the movie. It's a little bit more graphic, but we'll just go with that. And Mahoney looked at him without missing a beat and said, not anyone whose opinion matters to me, sir. So when people are putting you down or discriminating against you because of your disability, remember that's their opinion, and that does not define who you are. Only you can define yourself. We talked about that earlier. You don't want to give away that power. Don't give it away in that situation as well. Only you can define yourself. They can have a right to their opinion. You don't have to believe it. That's right. You're 100% right. I always say the most discriminated against minority in this country, probably in the world, are people with disabilities. And that encompasses every other minority. Doesn't matter your color, your creed, <laughs> your race, your ethnicity. You're if you're disabled, you're in that minority, and we're the most. I had a guest who, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you saying? I had a guest who I just interviewed today that would be in a podcast in the month of October, who said the very same thing. The disabled people have more discrimination against them than any other demographic. And an interesting statistic I read is if you considered disability as a ethnicity or a minority group, you know, like called like African-Americans, Latinos, whatever. I'm not trying to single mm -hmm. out anyone, but those are examples. We would be the largest minority in the United States. Exactly. If we were considered a, a ethnic group in a minority classification, we would. And we have the highest rate of unemployment in any minority group in this country. And that's appalling to me. But yet, the amazing thing is we have the highest rate in the disabled community of people who are self-employed uh, than any other demographic in America. And that's really amazing because many of us cannot work traditional jobs, but we can work and we are getting involved. And from COVID and a lot of things going virtual, we're finding employment and that's great for our people. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it it's amazing. We, <laughs> we probably have the most people who do want to work. Yes. 
in the disabled community. If you if you sure. actually look around, because there's more people, and I just had this discussion with a couple of people. There's more people that are trying to get on disability from the able community, and there's more people in the disabled community trying to get off disability. <laughs> It's, it's an amazing thing. We just had this. We just had this conversation earlier in the week, with a mm-hmm. couple of us, and we were laughing about it because there's so many people trying to scam to get on disability, and there's so many people on disability trying to get off disability. It's unbelievable. I I, I get around for longer distances when I don't use my rollator, which is a walker with four wheels, uh-huh. on a scooter. And then people come up to me and say, wow, you are so lucky you yeah. get to ride one of those things. And I said, no, dude, I paid a high price to be riding one of these. Yes. And you do not want to pay that price. Yes. Oh, I've I've had people tell me that they think I'm on a, um, I'm on a you know, an extended vacation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. had the same. I'll I'll tell you what you can have my extended vacation. Yeah, just, just give me your left leg, <laughs> me yeah. your left leg, your left eye, <laughs> and we're good. We're good. You can have my chair. You can have my benefits, and I'll take your job. <laughs> yeah, we'll trade. Yeah, no problems. No problem. Even trade. Yeah, I, but we're not trading back. Yeah, yeah, this this yeah. is it. This no is condition. it. No givebacks. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing to me. People and the stupidest things. The stupidest things people say. You know, you're like you said. You're lucky. You got a scooter. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you a scooter right up your. Yeah. I I pay a high price for that. I had to give up my ability to walk and. I'm, I have pain from my my um, incomplete spinal cord injury. Yeah, I was real lucky to have the scooter. It's great, yeah. What a guy. <laughs> right? can, can you give me lottery numbers too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing to me. It's, and it's amazing how insensitive some people can be. You know, And they think, I don't know if you've ever found this. I know, I know I've spoke to mm-hmm. people and people tell me these stories all the time, and I can tell you firsthand, people that just like they'll come over to you out of nowhere. Like when I was using a manual wheelchair, and you're, right. you're in the hallway and you're talking to somebody, mm-hmm. and they'll walk up behind you and they'll just push you out of the way so that they can bring a cart through. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I, a piece of furniture? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what am I? What am I, a bookcase? Yeah. Or the ones that they mean well, and this I this I know they mean well. You're, you're getting into the car now. Up until the last stroke, I drove. Right. So I'm getting into the car, and I have my system how I get into the car. And, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll come over, and they mean well, and they'll, they yank they'll yank the seat out from underneath you. When you're getting into the car <laughs> without saying anything. And I don't mean to get nasty. It's just that you shocked me, and I almost broke my neck just now when you when you did that. Yeah. I, I don't know. They they or or the best is, they'll come over and just touch you, like. Well, I hate that. Yeah, it's like like you're like you're a dog. They're petting you. Well, it's not the Howie Mandel reason why I don't like being touched. But I use a rollator, and if I don't know you're going to tap me or touch me, 
I I I can lose my balance and fall. And yeah. if something if I could tell the non-disabled community one thing, hands off. <laughs> yeah. Just, yes. We're not anti-social. We're not mean, but you don't know if you're touching a pain point of that person or throwing off the balance where they can get hurt. Don't touch without asking. Consider yourself in a museum. Remember, in a museum, don't touch anything. Right. Or that expensive china shop your mom took you to when you're a little five year old that likes to touch everything. Don't touch it. <laughs> I was telling my wife one day, I'm going to put a sign on the back of me. If you touch it, you bought it. <laughs> and I come at a high price. You know, it's like I'm, in a, I'm in a doctor's office. COVID um, actually has cut down a lot of that touching. That's one good thing out of it. Yes, yes. But I'm in a doctor's office in, in the waiting room, and I got my back. You know, I'm talking to my wife, and this woman comes up, and she just touches my hair. I was like, do you, do you like me? You know? <laughs> or the ones that come up, and they talk to you like you're three years old. Oh. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I I hate that. <laughs> I, I hate it when they I hate it when they um would talk to my wife. Like I went to a dentist once and I'm in the chair, my wife's in the room with me, and the dentist asks, Does he understand English? Does he know how to do this? And I'm like, dude, I'm over here, talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Until until I'm under the Novocaine, you know, when I'm out of it and you know, laughing gas, then it might be better to talk to my wife at that point. But otherwise, talk to me. Well, that's they do that to me. My my wife's a nurse, so uh-huh. we go to wound care, and, right? And my wife's always in the room with me, and they'll ask me, yeah. they'll they'll ask me, "How do you feel?" And then they'll look to my wife for an answer, and my wife will say, "Oh, he's doing good." And then I'll look at them and I'll say, "You didn't know I could throw my voice, do you? Did you?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, they're going to handle it. Yeah, I mean, they do that all the time, and they'll they'll it's like. I'm in the room, but I'm a mute. Yeah. I'm a mute. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, again, they mean well. And sometimes, you know what? It's better to talk to my wife because she's going to handle mm-hmm. she's gonna handle all this stuff anyway. And they start talking mm-hmm. this medical stuff, and it's like a different language to me. So go ahead. Yeah. Explain it to me in the car on the way home. <laughs> yeah. She's my translator. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm good for yeah. hello and goodbye. <laughs> The rest, the rest of it, tell her. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It, it's amazing how they treat people with disabilities. And actually, Chris, we, we have to get them to stop that. One thing I did want to mention to you, and hopefully, um, hopefully you can mention it to your listeners too, this thing yes. with COVID. Yes. You know, COVID is a, is a, is a cold-weather bug. We, we've seen that over the past couple of years. And thankfully now with the shots that everybody, you know, right. everybody's getting the shots. But, you know, the shots aren't the be-all and end-all for COVID. And now we're coming back into the cold weather again. Right, that's coming around the corner. Right. And, you know, people, people don't want to wear the mask. I understand it's a pain in the butt. But it's still a weapon, you know, in our quiver against mm-hmm. against covid i know right. I, I don't like wearing the mask i don't know about you but i'm comfortable with it i wear it all the time whenever i go anywhere because of, 
Um, I know we talked about this before we went on the air, but my wife has stage four cancer, so I wear everywhere, so I don't bring anything home to her. So it's it become natural to me. It's weird going out with powder masks now for me. It is. It is. Well, when I don't, I don't wear a mask. Like I, don't, I really don't go too many places. Me either. Um, if we go to a store, I definitely wear a mask. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm going into a store, it's very rare that I go into a store. But like if I'm out in the car, I don't wear a mask. Um, right. If we're if we're outside somewhere and there's no one around, I don't wear a mask. But if mm-hmm. we're in an area where there's people who wear a mask, my, both my wife and I. Um, yeah. My wife is very. My wife works from home now. Uh, uh-huh. She she started working from home when COVID hit because she didn't want to bring anything home to me. I, right. This year is the first time I've been in a store. I went to a grocery store. I went to a grocery store and I went to a Home Depot. Uh-huh. I haven't been in a store since COVID hit. She did all the shopping. She'd come home, take her clothes, change her clothes in the uh, laundry room, put the clothes right in the washer. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's been hard because she didn't want to bring anything into me. If I went right. with her, I sat in the car. The only place I've been is to doctors, and that's been limited because of COVID. I've been doing virtual right. virtual appointments, and I've been in a hospital a couple of mm-hmm. times. But other than that, that's my social life. <laughs> but um, what I did want to do, what I what I brought up this past week is some reminders about COVID, things that are important, especially if you if you drive it in a car. You know, people seem to forget. All right, you you have the shots, you have the masks. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that. But little right. things, little things like. We have to use reusable shopping bags when we go food shopping. Okay. One of the things is when you bring your bags home, after you unpack them, taking a a Clorox wipe or a bleach wipe and just wiping Mm -hmm. the inside of the bags. Just a quick wipe of the inside of the bags. Another thing is changing the air filter in your car, the the compartment filter that brings the air into your car. Mm-hmm. You know, changing that twice a year can keep you safe, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And it, it might be a little bit expensive. It's really not considering what you can what you can save, you know. Yeah. But uh, considering your hospital bill, exactly. it's not expensive at all. <laughs> I, th- I think it cost me sixty nine dollars last year. Uh, to begin, mm-hmm. uh, right after right at uh, the beginning of spring, I had to change when I did my oil change. I had to change the compartment filter in the car. Uh-huh. And now I'm getting it done again next week when we do the oil change. And right. it's just peace of mind. It's a, it, sh- it filters the air coming into the compartment. For, six, right. for $69, it, to me, it's worth it. And it's fresh air coming into the car. And it catches any of the particles coming in. Little things like that, that people can protect themselves. Also the same thing when you're pumping gas at the gas station. Either wear a, a plastic glove instead of grabbing the pump. Or at least yes. have a, a napkin or a paper towel. Don't grab the pump with your bare hand. I have horror, horror stories of what I, I seen a guy last year. He was sitting in the car and he was eating chicken. <laughs> he was eating chicken in the car at the gas pump. Licking uh-huh. his fingers. Just disgusting. Oh. And then gets out and grabs the gas pump. <laughs> All right. So even if it wasn't COVID, he was licking his fingers. God no. And uh, it. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God. I, I wouldn't want to touch that gas pump after he did that. And that just solidified it. 
and I can't get out to pump the gas. So my wife and I'm telling her, put on a glove. So we carry a box of gloves in the car just for that alone. Yeah, we do too. Just for that alone. So not touching, not touching the gas pump. That just it, uh, that just disgusted me. So every time my wife gets out to put gas in the car, she she puts a glove on or has a paper towel or something. Mm-hmm. It's just little things like that to protect yourself. It's it's just that important. I, I just wanted to pass that along. You know, it's just little things, little things. All the little things can add up to big stuff. Exactly. And in your case, like you said about your wife, God bless her. You know, you, you want to protect her from anything coming in. Right, we do. And even I people call me, you know, anal about this, but if I have a repairman coming into the house, any stranger coming into the house has to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has to wear a mask, and I'm sorry, he either has to put the booties on. We keep we keep a box of the booties that go over the shoes. Mm-hmm. Keep them by the front door. Either they have to put them on or they have to take the shoes off. Mm, okay. I, I don't want that tracking through my house. I'm not uh-huh. I'm not worried about dirt. I'm just worried about where they've been before they came to my house. Right. So, my, and my wife, my wife is a stickler for that. Again, she's worried about me because my immune system is down. Right. And it's just, I wear a mask for their protection in my house when they come, and I want them to wear a mask when they come. And if they, they don't like it, usually the companies are good about it because they make their men wear the mask coming in. Right. But I just make sure that they're wearing a mask and they, they wear the, either they wear the shoe booties over their boots or they take their boots off. So those are just a couple of the Jimmy Apple tips to fight off COVID in your personal life. So if you can, you know, share that with your listeners as well. It's good for everybody just to, just to be on the safe side. Better safe than sorry. Exactly. So what have you got coming up on your pod? Well, I got a lot of great stuff coming up. Um, the month of October, it's a big month, as I mentioned earlier. It's National Disability Employment Awareness Month, or words to that effect. And we're going to have a whole bunch of episodes where we're talking to people who are disabled, who are either self-employed or gainfully employed in a traditional job, and how they do that and have the mindset, how they got that job, why they chose self-employment over traditional employment, and how that works with their disabilities, and all that stuff that people need to know who want to work but just don't know how to do it or, how, or need some insight. Uh, like, how do I ask for accommodations at a job? How do I dress the elephant in the room when I'm applying? How can I do this job from a wheelchair? We're going to have a whole bunch of stuff like that on our podcast in the month of October. And as well, we have that every month. We, we do podcast year-round. But October being a big month for National Disability Employment Awareness, that's going to be one of our focuses for the month of October. Excellent. Excellent. Anything special coming up in September since it, today's the... Uh, September was still kind of lining out. Um, I know the second week of September, we're having a person, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I, I know the first name's Michael, but uh, the day with taping this, I've already done another podcast episode. So there's so many names. I'm not great with names. Anyway, he works in um, upper management in the Red Cross. Oh, and cool. he's going to be talking about what the Red Cross does, how he works in the Red Cross with his disabilities, and how he advocates in helping more people get involved, whether it be at the volunteer level or in management level, who are disabled with the Red Cross. So it's a very exciting episode. We taped it a couple months ago, and we're waiting to release it on um, September 12th of 2022. It's going to be episode number 15 
of our podcast, which is a small number compared to this podcast I'm on right now, which is in the triple <laughs> digits. And congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's, that's excellent. You're plugging away. And you have really good episodes. And I, I want to tell everybody, you should check out his podcast. He's plugging away. He's got some he's got some really interesting podcast episodes. I listened to them and they kept me they kept my attention. They definitely did. And his last episode with Win Charles. You gotta listen to mm-hmm. that one. That one that's a that's a good real they're all pretty good. I have to well, say that. I really have to say that. They kept my interest. And your your intro is interesting. That that guitar music. Oh, I felt like I was down on the ranch at first. <laughs> but it's even the intro is interesting it's very good very good all around some you get so, you get some of the some of the new podcasts and i'm sure you've heard them they're they're absolutely horrible i have to say that yeah <laughs> yeah there are some that i i, I listen to um whether the host wants to be a guest of my podcast or the guest and i'm like this is a train wreck. Yeah, I come from a background of working in radio, so uh, you know I try to. I know not everyone comes from that background. I give them uh, grace, but I I know I've heard some. I'm not going to say names because one, no. I don't want to get sued, and two, I don't remember the names. Like I said, I'm bad at names. Uh, but one that's a that sort of oh okay, let's, let's let's start the podcast now. Did not even know how to edit. Did not introduce themselves. Did not introduce the guest. Did play the audio of the raw interview of the person on the phone. I went, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then, okay, thank you. And that was it. Yeah. No. <laughs> so there are some bad ones out there, but luckily there's more good ones than bad ones. Yes. And yes. Be open-minded. Try each podcast. And even if it's a good one, it may not be a perfect fit for you. But keep looking. There's a great one out there. There's two that I can recommend. One, this one I'm on right now, and my own. Right, those exactly. Those, today. those are the two best. Yeah. <laughs> those are the two best ones out there right now. But no, I'm sure you do that to every guest who has a podcast. No, but I'll take it for the week. No, no, believe me, I've, I've had some or not. But you know what? I always listen. I always listen to a couple of episodes just to mm-hmm. see if they get better because you never know. Like right. the first episode could always be the worst episode. Because you you, usually, yes. you know yourself, you're nervous and you you you're sketchy about it. But then as you mm-hmm. get as you as you get your podcast legs, things get better. But right. some people, they mustn't have legs because right. it doesn't get better. But and the first episode, you're not going to get the top name guest on there. You're going to start with smaller name guests, which is fine. They have yeah. great stories too. Exactly. But, each episode, when you do them and you and you edit them and all, you can say what worked, what didn't, how can I make this better? And your goal in each episode is to say, I want this to be better than my last show. Exactly, exactly. But you know, everyone's trying, and it, yeah. all it takes is all it takes is some practice. I mean, a lot of times I just don't like my own episodes, and I try to make it better each time. That's all you can do. Exactly. But, in podcast and in everyday life. Exactly. Exactly. You got to If you're feeling better than you did yesterday, excellent. You can't ask for better than that. So if you do, if you're doing better than you did yesterday, excellent. Yeah, again, you can't ask for better than that. That's true. Chris, 
let me let's just get through let's get through some of this stuff here you got so much going on so your podcast what's the address for that that is easy to remember successful and disabled.com s-u-c-c-e-s-s-f-u-l-a-n-d-b-i-s-a-b-l-e-d.com that takes you right to the podcast or you can search your favorite podcast playing platform I dare you to say that five times fast. Uh, <laughs> successful and disabled, and it should come up there for you. And we drop a new episode every Tuesday morning. So subscribe to it, like it, review it. Tell your friends, your family, your pets, your enemies. Tell everybody you know about the Successful and Disabled podcast so we can grow and be as large as my idol for today, the host <laughs> of this podcast, you. <laughs> Thank you. And the name of your book. The name of the book is called It Doesn't Define Me, How I Rebuilt My Life After Surviving an Ischemic Stroke to My Spinal Cord. That's long. But you just search Amazon for It Doesn't Define Me and look for a book that has a uh, me sitting on my scooter in front of a waterfall. Uh, you will find the book is by Chris Mitchell. And it's available in paperback and in Kindle format. And uh, I like the Kindle format because with my vision, I can zoom in the font and make it as big as I need to. I can make it like a kid's book in one word per page. It's kind of cool. <laughs> so it's available in both formats on um, Amazon. And, well, do you have the, you have your website address yet? Have you asked me what question was that? Uh, your website address. Oh, my website. Okay, right now I have a website called the, T-H-E, Chris chris mitchell.com mitchell is m-i-t-c-h-e-l-l.com but i'm launching a new site and starting october 3rd uh and that's going to be called defineyourself.us d-e-f-i-n-e-y-o-u-r-s-e-l-f.us.com that's going to have the blog on it it's going to have my podcast on it it's going to have a lot of great stuff on it it's going to connect to um, my merch merchandise, I have t-shirts that are, I'm starting to sell now, uh, my newsletter, everything in one location. So check that out. Defineyourself.us is going to be a great site, and you're going to love it. And if you don't like it, I will cheerfully refund your money. And remember, you pay nothing to go to the site, so you're not going to get anything back. But I'm sure you're going to love it. Now, I have something to add to this. If you did not get any of those any of those websites... They will all be in the show notes for this episode. And, oh, you're such a nice person for your <laughs> listeners. And I'm gonna I'm gonna talk Chris into sending me a picture of him on the scooter, so I can put. I will. Yes, I will do that. I'm gonna put a picture of Chris in the show notes for this episode because I'm curious to see what his scooter looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. I will send you one. You send me an email because I'm. I've lost your email address, so if you send that to me, well, I'll be happy to well, do that. Thanks a lot. I thought I was your idol for today. You <laughs> lost my email. <laughs> do you realize I get uh, this is no joke? Over a hundred pieces of email a day. <laughs> Finding it is hard. <laughs> thanks, pal. Got <laughs> <laughs> a problem. <laughs> oh my God, Chris! This has been fun. This has really been fun. One thing I like to mention, if I could squeeze this squeeze in here, squeeze it in. You've got to get my t-shirts. 
that say, I am successful and disabled. And the DIS and disabled is green. The rest of the lettering is white. It's available on almost every color T-shirt you want except white because for some reason, white text blends in really well with a white T-shirt. It looks really dumb. So <laughs> we have them in all different colors of T-shirts except white and soft gray. And uh, then T-shirts for men, for women, we have sweat, j- sweat jackets and all different styles of T-shirts. And those are available right now in our new store, called defineyourselfshop.com. So go check those out. Well, those, that address is also going to be in the show notes for this podcast. So right. Awesome. You're going to be able to check out Chris so much that... You're going to be sick of me. You're, you're, you're going to be sick of him. But you probably won't lose his address because I'm putting it in there. Not because... <laughs> not You're not going to be like Chris and lose my address. <laughs> I'm even going to put my address down there in the show notes just in case anyone forgot it or lost it or anything like that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. You know, Thanks. I'm getting ripped about this, but let's remember one thing. I owned my mistake, and that's an important thing we all should do in our life. Own our, own our mistakes just as much as we own our successes. Thank you, pal. <laughs> My friend Chris Mitchell. <laughs> uh, do you remember my name? Uh, Sam. Yes, I do. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam Jimmy Smith. Apple. Uh, there you go. Jimmy <laughs> Apple. Uh, Chris, this has been real. This is. This is it's, it's on my cell phone right now. Yeah, so I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you're adding it as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm bad with names. Yeah, okay. You, you're even worse with email addresses. <laughs> yeah. And if anyone emails me, I will reply. I won't leave your email address. Uh, buddy. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. And but thank you so much for having me. It's we'll, been a blast. We'll talk again real soon. All right. Take care, my friend. I'll, I'll thank you very you. much. I'd like to thank Chris for being on with us today. What did I tell you? Was he a great guy or what? I want you to check out his sites. All the links for his sites are going to be in the show notes for this podcast. So check them out. I want to thank you, the listener, for being with us today. And we have a lot more coming up. So you don't want to miss it. Make sure you're back here. Check back regularly. And I want to remind you, no matter what... Things can always be worse. That's right, my friends. Right now, there's somebody somewhere wishing that they were in your position. So things can always be worse. Hey, I want to remind you, check out Living with a Disability. That's our group over on Facebook. You can get there by going to www.famousapple.com forward slash group. Check it out. There's a lot of people over there. They're chatting. They're talking. They're having fun. You should be over there too. So go to www.famousapple.com forward slash group. Hey, we got a lot more coming up for you. There's a lot more people checking in. And we have a lot more information coming up for you in the next couple of episodes. So make sure you check back regularly. You've been listening to an apple a day. 
My name is Jimmy Apple, and I'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.